you have to do what's best for you. And most of the time doing what's best for you is, believe it or not, what is best for the other person involved. Hey, beautiful friends. Um, This is Lauren. Clearly, I need to stop saying that. By now, you should know who I am. I wanted to make you a quick 10-15 minute episode today on things related to outside concepts other than just sex. Dating is great. Sex is great. Love is great. But I've been really going through it and feeling all the feels lately. And I just wanted to, I felt inspired to talk about um, acceptance, letting go, forgiveness, detachment. And this really could all relate back to dating, honestly, because I feel like, here's the thing. Love is awesome. For me, personally, um, I said this to my girlfriend earlier, I was like, I feel like love should be healing, but for me, I've heard felt more hurt by love than healed by love because honestly the last um I've been single for how long now my boyfriend and I broke up in February we dated almost two years ish and you know I felt I felt very motivated to break up with him because nothing against him I was losing myself and I tend to do that in relationship a lot You know, I've really only been in love once, back when I was 21 years old, and that relationship really took its toll on me. I almost lost my life in that relationship. It was very abusive and violent and dysfunctional. And I did play a part in that toxicity, but it's been hard relearning to love and trust and just surrender into the flow of life again after that, because sometimes things happen in our lives that we have little to no control over or we do actually have power but our circumstances make us feel powerless and we feel helpless to change them or to you know take ownership and take control again of ourselves and our life so that's what happened to me and after that relationship honestly it took a very long time to move on um and to genuinely date again from a healthy space Now I say that from a healthy space because I was jumping into things before I felt ready. And that's, that's no bueno. You know, we, we, we date someone and then they break up with us or we break up with them and we feel kind of lost. Like, who am I without this person? Who will I be? Like they were in my life for so long. I feel alone. I feel deserted and stranded and abandoned and it, it hurts so bad. It doesn't even matter if they broke up with us or we broke up with them, you know? Um, because either way, it's a loss. You know, it will trigger grief, especially if you've, you've experienced like a death or a loss of someone in the past, which I feel like the older you get, we all have at this point. It will make all that baggage and, and skeletons in your closet, it will make it resurface. So it's hard. It's it's definitely triggering. And after that relationship, back when I was like 22, I kind of jumped into dating again just to get my mind off of that person, just to distract myself. And it wasn't coming from a wholehearted place, a true like higher self place. It was coming from 
a state of fear and lack and remorse and heartbreak. And I think the thing with heartbreak is it's it's super uncomfortable, right? I'd say for me, someone that has almost lost, lost their life on many occasions, heartbreak is by far the most painful feeling I have ever felt in my life. I felt it at a very young age. I felt it again when my father died. I felt it again when I was dating someone that was, um, you know, mentally ill, that didn't treat me kindly. I felt it a lot and it it literally hurts, like physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, you just feel like broken and it it sucks. Damn guys, I'm getting emotional here. But it's necessary and here's the thing. So when I was like 23, I got this tattoo on my finger and it looks like an S. It's probably my least favorite tattoo. Um, it's frankly just kind of looks like someone scribbled on my knuckle. But it was meant to be the open heart symbol. And this was a reminder to myself. The intention for getting this tattoo was to keep my heart open always because our heart is going to break many times in this life. We're going to love and we're going to trust and then we're going to get burned. And we might even wish that we didn't love or trust. I know I've I felt so low sometimes that I was like, I wish I just didn't feel at all because I feel so much that sometimes it's not great feelings. You know, I'd rather avoid them. They're very uncomfortable. And at times I was like, I wish I could just be numb. But the truth is like, if we don't feel the hurt, the despair, the desperation, if we don't feel those things, like we can't, it's not like, it doesn't exist in a vacuum. As I've said before, you can't have light without darkness. You can't have good without bad. You can't have love without hate. And how do we expect to only feel joyful, positive emotions all of the time? Like that is not realistic. There's contrast and then there's clarity, you know, one can't exist without the other. And these are so important. It's, it's like different chapters in our life that create the story of our life. And we so often forget that we have the power to rewrite that story. We think somebody else chooses our destiny for us. And that is, it's so not true. So where am I going with this? I'm kind of going on a tangent. I apologize. Essentially, I dated out of a lack space. And it wasn't until my ex a couple years ago that, like, dating him, it wasn't coming from a a gen like a sincere place you know I'll admit to that it was coming more so from a I think this is the best I could do nobody else will love me like he's the only nice guy I've really ever dated and no one else will come along like I just didn't feel like I could do any better and that's the reason I got into the relationship which isn't fair to him it's not fair to myself but I did so that's the past forgive myself for that and move on but we dated for quite some time and I felt like I could be myself with him I felt like he was my best friend I felt like he knew me better than anyone but there's the thing guys if we don't resolve the trauma it will resurface and that's why that relationship with my most recent ex it had so much conflict you know I wasn't happy I knew I wasn't happy But 
I think that relationship was extremely crucial for my growth and my development. And that's why if you listen to my last podcast, I said, since the time that me and that ex broke up, like I have been forced to do the hardest work and like evolve and transform more than any other time in my life. Like this was pivotal for me because I know I was in the relationship for the wrong reasons because it came down to a self-worth thing. And like, I'm missing out and this is the only person that will ever love me because my, my unhealthy relationship with my ex, he told me like, no one will ever treat you better than me. I'm the only person that will ever like you. And just like all this hurtful stuff. And then my last ex came along and I was like, wow, I guess I, you know, I thought he really was in love with me sooner. I would come to find out that, you know, he wasn't because of things that happened after the relationship that I found out about that really like scarred me. But that's the thing, like forgiveness, acceptance, letting go, heartbreak. These things really are foundational for setting the stage of our life. And after my ex and I broke up, like I was very happy alone. It didn't take too long for me to start, you know, going back into the dating scene because I'm realizing that it's so much easier to distract ourselves with other people and to externally focus and to place our attention on people outside of us than it is ourselves. So I jumped back into dating a few months after we broke up when I definitely shouldn't have. Um, I always tend to place people on this pedestal without even really knowing them and just like glorifying them in my mind and then I realized you know they're not the problem girl the problem is within you a great teacher told me like if a pattern re-emerges in your life over and over again like more than like once or twice then you have to see what inside of you is looking to get resolves needs healing And for me, it really comes down to like a self-worth thing. The other day, I I saw something that I didn't want to. Um, On the dating apps, I saw this person that I felt very rejected by that kept eluding me. And I saw that, you know, they were on the dating app and, and I got so upset. I got extremely triggered because I was like, I put myself out there for this person multiple times. I made it clear that I was into them. And they just kind of like fell off the face of the earth and avoided me. And when I saw them on the apps, um, it just really hurt because I was in my mind, which it may or may not be logical. I was like, this person had the chance to be with me. Like if they wanted to date someone, (laughs) they could have dated me. Like what is wrong with me that I wasn't good enough for this person? Like why is this person looking to love someone else and they wouldn't love me? And saying that out loud, like it sounds super narcissistic because honestly, what other people do with their lives has very little to nothing to do with us. So often we internalize things and we blame ourselves and we make it about us when really it, we don't know what's going on in these people's lives, you know? And that comes down to the core concept, number one, acceptance. Acceptance of other people, of ourself. It is so hard, especially when we're we're going against the grain. If something isn't going the way we want it to in our minds, it's really hard. We push against it. We reject it. We don't want to accept it. 
But I think with dating in particular, acceptance is extremely vital because we can't change people. Like that sounds so cliche, but it, it is the truest thing ever. Our love, our heart, our, our willingness and, and eagerness to change someone and help them, we can only do so much. You know, I work in the social work, human service field, and I've seen this firsthand with my work that you can give people all the right tools and the resources, but you can't force them to do the inner work because maybe they're at a point on their path that it, it just doesn't resonate with them. They're just not ready. And, and this is where we kind of play God because we think we know what's best for them. We are what's best for them. Like with all these people that I've been like lusting after, I made it so much about me that I was like, no, this has to work out. Like I was meant to be with this person. I'm what's best for them. They shouldn't be with anyone else. Like, sis, you got to chill your grill because I'm not, I'm not God. I'm not a saint. How, how do I know what's best for someone? I'm not them. I barely even know this person. And sometimes we, we want things to work out so much so that we try to force it and control it and push it to work in our favor. And then we think when this happens, if this happens, if I could get this person to see me or validate me or like my picture, whatever, then I'll be happy. And that, that is the farthest thing from the truth. Because when we seek outside of us to make inside of us like joyful, we are fighting a losing battle. We're, we're treading water because we all have been there where we want something. Let's just say a car. We want a car and we think about this car, we dream about this car, whatever. We see this car everywhere. If only I had this car, this person, this job, whatever, then I'll be happy. And then you get it. And it lasts, what, a few weeks, a few months, maybe a couple years that you get it. And then you start wanting the next thing. But that next thing will never satisfy the longing inside of us if we don't work on it and actively address it and and raise awareness of it introspectively. And that's why acceptance is so important because we have to accept people for who they are, as hard as it may be. This doesn't mean that I'm condoning abusive behavior or if you're with someone that is like not good for you or you're in an unsafe situation to just accept it like use common sense clearly I'm not saying that but sometimes loving someone is accepting them and then letting them go on their own way because if we accepted people and things for what they are you know how much easier our lives would be if you were like okay this person is here and I have to accept them and love them enough to let them go through the struggle because that's how we learn you know if if you've ever wanted to change let's say you wanted to try to quit smoking or something and people all around you the news articles research could tell you how bad smoking is for you but if deep inside like you weren't ready to quit smoking or to stop your addiction or whatever no one could tell you anything you would still do it That's just like when you've been in a relationship, I feel like we've all been here where someone is clearly not good for us. Our friends don't like them. Maybe we don't even really like them. And everyone around you could say your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever is a dirtbag. 
break up with them, break up with them, but you're just not ready to hear it. So you stay until you reach that point, that breaking point, that pivotal moment where you're just like, I can't do this anymore. That's the same thing with dating. It's not up to us to change people. It's not up to us to fix people or heal people. That is their job. And when we try to remove that from them and put that into our own hands, that is purely coming from an ego, an ego space where we think we know what's best for someone more than them. And I think acceptance is so healing. It is so healthy to just say, I accept this for where it is now. And I'm willing to go with the flow of life and see where it takes me. But I accept this and I release it. And that comes to detachment and letting go. <sighs> Man, I'm, I'm honestly giving this lesson because this is what I need to hear. For me personally, I get, <laughs> I get attached pretty easily. When I like someone, it's like game over. Um, I literally love them with my whole heart to the moon and back and more. And for an example, when I was in that relationship where I was experiencing abuse, that person <laughs> like was wanted me dead. He wanted to kill me um, and ruin my life and just like make me his puppet. And he could have done anything to me anything like he did the worst possible imagine that you could do to someone he did it to me and I I didn't care I had my blinders on I was like okay but I love him so I have to stay with him so I have to be his ride or die and I send so much empathy to that part of myself because this is for all you guys that have you know maybe your partner's cheated on you multiple times or Someone has laid their hands on you or someone has screwed you over, betrayed your trust, gone behind your back, whatever. It's different for everyone, but we, we stay in it. We take the abuse because we just are, our emotions are so entangled in this situation. I don't think that when I look back, I don't see staying with my ex as love. I see it as, I don't want to say weakness, but I was, I was scared. I was afraid. And, and I thought that I was the solution to his problems. But now, years later, I see how it's one of the kindest, like nicest things you could do for someone, the most caring thing to say, I accept you for where you are, for where you are, but this isn't serving me and I can't do this anymore. I'm killing myself trying to keep you alive. Maybe it's a codependency thing. You know how freeing and liberating it is to set them free and release them on their path and say I love you therefore I can't have you in my life anymore because that is the first step that is the doorway for them to admit to their problems and to change not that you should wait on them to change not that you should let them go with hopes they should come back true detachment true freedom is surrendering something and giving it up to God and saying, universe, this is in your hands. I, I set them free. I give this to you. I will, you know, we're all children of God or the universe, however you see it. We know that God has the power to heal. And sometimes as human, we're imperfect. We make mistakes. We can only do so much. And if you truly care for someone and 
they don't like you back or they're not for you. It's just, it is just so, it's the best thing you could do for them, for yourself, to just cut those cords of attachment, release the strings, and move on. Because that is the best form. I don't even want to say that's the best form of revenge because I don't believe in revenge. I believe we're all doing the best we can with the skills that we have. It is in your best interest to just be happy with or without that person in your life because everything is energy. It's not like you will never see that person again. Like maybe you won't in this lifetime, but if two souls are meant to be, I promise you they will come back together. And the biggest part of my healing has been releasing, letting go, detaching from a certain outcome, from a certain person, because it is, it's not in our, in our plan to just keep struggling. Struggle is a part of it. We, we sometimes have to face difficulties and challenges to grow and to find ourselves, but it shouldn't be, you know, we feel like we're drowning and suffocating 24 seven. I have let so many people go over the past few months and, and letting go has always been super hard for me because of the grief. Like I am, I'm afraid of abandonment. I'm afraid of loving someone and losing them. I, I hate the feeling of heartbreak and loss. It's, it's really triggering for me. But I had to let my ex go. I had to let these guys that I wanted something to work out with them, but they didn't see my value. I had to let them go. I had to let that dream of being together with a specific person or or thing that really it wasn't it wasn't in my highest path. It, it wasn't in my storyline. And I have to let that go. Sometimes the hardest things to release and let go of, of are the things that we've never experienced. That person that we've been crushing on for the last however long but they never felt the same way back we have to let that go because it's a broken dream it's the not knowing the feeling of this thing never even gave me a chance maybe it's a job maybe it's whatever a home uh, like a dream body you know things are the way they are first is learning to accept that find the reasoning in that find the greater purpose and the value in that and then you know, just walking away, choosing yourself, choose yourself. That is the moral of the story. Choose yourself because someone else's love, someone else's attention is it, it might fulfill you temporarily, but it's really not what your heart is longing for. You have to ask yourself, how can I give myself the thing I was wanting to get from this person, place or thing? If it was adoration and affection that you wanted from this person how can you give that to yourself if it was success or wealth that you were looking for from a certain job or a transition in maybe your school life something like that and you didn't get it you didn't get that dream job how can I give myself that fulfillment how can I be abundant with myself today that is really you know, what your soul is looking for. These service level physical things, they can only satiate satiate us for so long, but what our soul is looking for cannot be satisfied with a temporary fleeting object because these things come and go, life comes and goes, life is up and down, it changes, I say this time and time again, but your soul, that shit is everlasting, that is eternal. And I think this is where I want to leave you guys. 
um, because I do have to go. <laughs> I could just keep talking and talking, but I hope you took something from this, whether this applies to your personal life, your relationship life, whatever. Take these tools and learn to implement them, learn to incorporate them. I didn't really get to touch on forgiveness, but I will save that for next week. And I hope you enjoy and take something from this and apply this to your everyday life. I know I need to hear it because this is what I'm going through right now. So I know it will resonate with someone else. So thank you guys so much for listening. I love you dearly with my whole heart. And I hope that this helps you. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, my Instagram is sex and psych. And I, I wish you the best. Make this day the best it could be. Expect the best to happen to you. And trust that it will get better. I promise. Maybe it won't get better today. But if you hang in there and you find your strength and you find that courage and bravery to keep on trudging along, I promise it will pay off. Thank you again. I love you and have a great night. Bye-bye.